0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Learning at Home podcast. I'm very excited to be joined by Juma Innes today, the founder of The Message. Hi, Juma. Hi, Gil. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Glad to have you on the podcast. So today, we're going to be talking about the importance of critical thinking and media literacy for students as life skills. But before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to starting The Message?
1: Sure, sure. So the message is a movement where we use live music and pop culture to help teenagers gain media literacy and critical thinking skills. I started this work in 2015 formally, but the seed for it came in 2008. I was working uh for a nonprofit in Boston and we We're running a music therapy group where we taught hip-hop songwriting and production to teenagers as a means of positive expression Mm, and a way to share their stories. But what often would happen as kids were writing and creating songs was that they were just echoing and and, um, regurgitating what they were hearing in the music that they listened to and that they consumed heavily and that they loved. And there was really, there, there was not a lot of, original thought. Um, And so for me, a light bulb went off. Number one, it became clear how uh, influential pop culture is on the way young people think, see, feel, and behave, and even how they self-identify. And then number two, for me, the the big question was, what would happen if we work towards giving students a critical thinking lens before they even get to writing a song, making a beat or doing anything creative? What would would be the output? And so I went on a a two to three year long journey of researching um, the solution in my mind at the time, which is media literacy and still obviously still is uh, researching the field. Um, Saw the the vacuums and the voids, and some years later started the message. And so, um, we use the things that we use the things that students are immersed in and leverage them for learning in critical thinking, in social emotional skills, in self awareness, in um, independent and free thinking, and helping them really detach from the matrix of, of influences uh, that are out there.
0: Matrix of influences. It's really interesting that you mentioned this because in today's world, students have so much access to information through social media and internet. And the, the, the access of the information is so easy to get to and it's so uh, consumable in a way. So why is sure. critical thinking in this case, perhaps as a framework, uh, why is it so important for students today, especially in today's world where... Uh, Access to information is such an easy thing.
1: Sure, sure. I think so. When the access to information, again, it's everything that we have with the tools that social media, all these platforms, they're just tools, right? I mean, you think about a hammer, you can bang a nail with a hammer or your head, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so, um, you know, what happens is students don't have the tools to manage all of these powerful things that they have at their disposals all of the time and so they and so instead of using the hammer hammer to bang their nail a lot of men end up banging their heads right and so uh the importance of critical thinking for students now in in 2018 and beyond is one to be more self-directed and self-aware two it helps them increase their problem-solving skills three it helps them analyze understand And challenge ideas Hmm. because there's a lot of them out there uh all of them certainly aren't uh true and all of them certainly aren't healthy so to be able to sift through a lot of the misinformation that's in the world and to be able to make decisions based on your values and make decisions based on what you believe um and, and and what's important to you uh is 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 paramount. And it is the challenge of our day. Uh, A lot of our students are tasked with not just growing up and coming out of adolescence in and of itself. That is is a job. Hmm. That is a job. Adolescence doesn't end until age 25, right? So we're asking students to excel in school, manage the craziness of adolescence, not just the social and environmental craziness, but the neurological and hormonal craziness oh, of yeah. adolescence right um you think about even when it comes to decision making, so the frontal lobe is it doesn't finish developing until age twenty five right and so uh our students are at a neurological disadvantage and and so we need they need not be at a critical thinking disadvantage huh. right. So critical thinking helps students to apply themselves um, to be more self, um, self-aware self people so that they don't go throughout school and get into the workforce and they don't know how to be empathetic. They don't know how to empathize. They don't know how to think about what the next person or the other person is thinking about or feeling. Everybody just... Goes and goes and goes and goes, you know, for, you know, on their own engine and for their own purpose and in the name of their own self interest, right? And that's not how you build community. That's not how you build a strong um, society. That's not how you build strong families, strong businesses, or anything.
0: Interesting. I just wanted to touch on one of the points that you had mentioned, especially about the frontal lobe development. So sure, let's sure. just talk a little bit about, um, especially for younger teens and older teens, uh, though their brain isn't fully developed in this case, how can they uh, cultivate a sense of critical thinking or cultivate more critical thinking in their lives? Where are some things that they could do? Maybe that's related to the message, actually. Sure, sure.
1: So our practice, one of the pillars of our practice is curiosity. Right. Uh, I believe that the question mark is the most important punctuation known to human communication, simply because questions can lead to information. Information can can lead to knowledge. Knowledge can lead to empowerment and empowerment can lead to change. But it all starts with being curious. So to that end, Being more mindful and being more reflective in in what I call, uh, I categorize it as intentional curiosity. So that means at the end of your day, you're not just going to bed, oh, that was a heck of a day. (laughs) You you know, you just, (laughs) right? It's about, (laughs) me too, you know, it's life. It's life. But it's about (laughs) thinking about your day and asking okay here was a challenge here how could I have approached that challenge differently Hmm. what went wrong what went right Um, and and just applying a sense of uh, applying a sense of um, uh, not uh, best way to frame this being conscientious about the decisions that you've made throughout the day in thinking about other decisions that you could have made, right? So th- so just a, a half an hour, end of day, moment of self-reflection, not even a half an hour, if we can just take 30 seconds every day to self-reflect and ask ourselves important questions, why did this day turn out the way it did, good or bad, Um how could I have approached, you know, an exchange or uh, a, 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 a personal exchange better? Or what made, you know, a good personal exchange good? Or how could it been better? Right. So thinking about, just thinking about, it, it's not a, it's not necessarily about always getting to the answers. But if we could start thinking about how we're thinking hmm. and how we're Um, operating and how we're conducting ourselves and and how not just how we're conducting ourselves, but what that means to our world around us. You're off to a heck of a start. Wow. So that sounds a lot like meta thoughts to me. You're
0: analyzing the way that you're thinking in this case. So uh, it's it's very interesting, especially. uh, So I guess the question that I have here is what would be a great way to execute that would journaling be one thing that students could try maybe uh, on a piece of paper preferably i think because it stares at you without the the ability to
1: edit it right on the spot you'd have to cross it out absolutely 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 journaling is great okay um myself I, i you know i i listen i'm all about technology i'm all about media um like i said media is not the devil they're just tools right uh myself i use the recorder function on my iphone huh interesting right and i'll talk and just talk yeah. <laughs> and so you know and, and for me it's just about getting things out yeah. and questioning things and so and sometimes you go back and you listen to them and you're like wow <laughs> you know what was i thinking there oh, huh what was i thinking there that's interesting so yeah uh journaling um be it uh, through whatever medium of your choice um can be powerful um talking to another person who who knows you well um and 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 both of you are getting an an accountability partner hmm. right teaming up with a friend who's on the same journey to be more curious and more um thoughtful and more reflective bouncing off of each other awesome another way sure
0: those are many different ways of doing that so i really like the idea of recording your own voice because you kind of listen to yourself and you can kind of filter out what sounds like nonsense to you but also what didn't make sense at the time especially when you look at it or listen to it uh it's almost like from another perspective Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I just wanted to tie this in with academics in particular. How can critical thinking help students in their life and then academics
1: in particular? Sure. So when we think about, for example, um, tests, right? Uh, When it comes to strategies for studying, Critical thinking can help students identify their weaknesses, their strengths, and help them be able be more self sufficient in developing strategies for studying, for uh, approaching uh, challenges, academic challenges that are that seem insurmountable, right? And it go for me. It goes back to the self regulation, self reflection, and self awareness, right? Mm. If you know what you're good at—that is half the battle in getting the help that you need, getting the assistance that you need. And that's where tutors come in, and you know, folks that can rally around you. Um, so, knowing your weaknesses and your strengths, um, and knowing how and when to ask for
0: help—powerful,
1: powerful—and helping students um, be able to assert themselves and to be able to meet any challenge that comes to them academically.
0: It's really interesting, especially when now it sounds like to me that the whole self-awareness piece is a very important part. It's basically expanding our understanding, not just of ourselves, but our very function, like what we do and how we do it. So what are some strategies to help students strengthen these skills? Like, uh, Building self awareness and building critical thinking, really. So, what are some other strategies
1: that you could share with us? Sure, sure. So, building self awareness, it's like exercise. The only way it's like how do you build muscle? You build muscle. right? <laughs> you you you, you, you lift, yep. yeah. You you you, you exercise your muscles, and all these things, all these things. It's 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 just like it's just like going to the gym. Right. Uh, you, so in terms of core strategies, I think one, so um, taking a time to self reflect. Yep. Definitely. Is one. Um, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, being more uh, conscientious about your consumption of media messages. Right. So taking into account what you're ingesting into your mind, in your heart, and your spirit. Every single day. Um, Simply because. I'll ask you this, Gil. Sure. How much of our brain's consciousness. Percentage wise. Do you think we use every day for everyday functions? I'm going to guess one. Close. (laughs) Two to five. Two to five. Conscious one, right? So 90. Somewhere around 98, 95% of our brain's processing is unconscious Uh right so that means that that means that there's a lot of stuff going on that we aren't aware of Uh right and it has an effect you think about how stress and anxiety manifest in the body as well stress we it, it stress produces um Hormones that weaken your your immune system, right? Uh, you think I remember one time when I was uh, when I was uh, in the process of creating my first album, and I didn't feel stressed, but I was super stressed. I had a, a crazy deadline to reach, and I am a classic uh, textbook perfectionist, hmm. recovering perfectionist. That's got, be- <laughs> you got a, a lot of critical
0: thinking there, eh? right? So-
1: but I, you know, and and so I obsessed to the detail, mm-hmm. to the detail of the detail. So I started breaking out in hives wildly. I, I would just be in my studio working, editing, creating, and I would just break out into hives. And I'm like, what in the world? So I, I went, I went to the doctor. Uh, we went through all of my my, my laundry detergent you know, all all of, all of these external factors, but it turned out to be stress induced, stress induced. Well, I didn't, when these things would, would come on, I didn't feel stressed. I didn't, but my body unconsciously, my mind, my brain knew, dude, you are stressed. Mm -hmm. And my body was reacting. Mm -hmm. So understanding, understanding, um, looping back to media, before I get to another point, looping back to media messages, it is so important for students to be conscientious about what they consume via media messages, because these things filter into our hearts, they filter in, they Filter into our minds, and they, these things can ultimately become, uh, they, they can, so I'll say this, thoughts, turn into emotions, emotions over time, turn into attitudes, attitudes over time become beliefs and beliefs over time become actions and behaviors, behaviors over time become character, right? So my personal number one key to success in this 21st century media-driven world that students live in is to be conscientious about what you're taking in. With through the music you listen to, through the movies you watch, through the social media channels you engage, Mm -hmm. um, through your friends, through the exchanges that you have with your friends on Snapchat, Mm -hmm. think about these exchanges. Mm -hmm. Are they healthy? Do they promote? um, Do they promote positive thinking that'll help you um, be successful in the classroom and beyond? Or and, and not to say that you can't have fun. Listen. I am in my personal life. I am chief among trash talkers. The- <laughs> <laughs> but, not to say you can't have fun, but you manage. You're managed and you're balanced. Uh-huh. That is the key. Uh, so that's my second strategy. Uh, I'm, I know I'm, we're we're uh, we're we're going around the bin here, but we're getting somewhere. That's <laughs> but- good. Third strategy, Uh, critical listening, critical listening, Hmm. right? What's that? Uh, I coin critical listening as listening to understand and not respond. Hmm. Most of us listen to respond. And in listening to respond, all you're thinking about is what you want to say. Right, and uh, all all you're thinking about is your perspective and your but to really listen for the other person's perspective, to really listen for the other person's story and context, that is a powerful tool in building your critical thinking skills because it puts you in a position to consider their perspective, their viewpoint, their context, and to think differently. So critical listening, listening to understand, not to respond, is another key strategy in developing your critical thinking skills. So when your parents are are, you know, down your throat about something, it's not just mom. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's all about thinking about where they're coming from. Absolutely. Think about their perspective. And then for parents. It's not just about don't X, Y, Z, clean your room. Why are you so messy? Why, you know, think about, think about the factors that may be influencing and triggering, uh, you know, consistent messy band or the lack of listening to, the, the lack of uh the, the, the lack of uh, uncritical listening on your, on your child's behalf, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's again um, it, it's about listening for perspective, listening to empathize and listening to understand Absolutely. more than anything. Absolutely.
0: I think that's a really important part that ties into your original point of intentional curiosity in this case because you want to know not just how you think but how the other person thinks as as well it's like um when you think about okay if we tie this back just very quickly to psychology when we look at our own perspectives we have a positivity bias we think absolutely and that ties into your intentional curiosity so you can ask that to yourself like so what are my positivity bias basically what that is is when i'm asking myself a question or when i'm thinking about something i think my thoughts are the best right? of course i think that's how kind of how that works and externally when we view things in the world we have a negativity bias toward other people's um points of view so this is a great tool i think this critical listening especially if you're listening actively you're listening to understand not to respond this is i think a really good strategy
1: in my opinion sure so sure. yeah. yeah we have we actually have a a, a a communication model that we've developed as part of the message that we share with parents. Uh And uh, it goes by the acronym of cure. Uh Right? It's, so the acronym stands for curiosity, understanding, respect, and empathy. Uh And so it's a process that we teach parents um, as a way to be better communicate, engage, and understand And motivate their young people and we actually use this same this same process in our classrooms um yeah and and you know
0: yeah respect is a big one i think especially for your teachers just saying
1: (laughs) yeah for sure for sure for sure uh r-e-s-p-e-c-t r-i-p aretha (laughs) franklin Absolutely. So this is
0: really cool. And uh, it it seems to me now, if we go to very core critical thinking concepts, it's not necessarily looking at deductive versus inductive logic. It's about cultivating a better framework for critical thinking. And that's a lot about what these strategies are, at least is uh, what it sounds like to me, especially when we're uh, doing our best to be conscientious, addressing our biases by uh, listening, uh, critical listening. I think these are all great things to cultivate a more, a stronger critical thinking for students. Absolutely. So I'll just cut That's kind of where I'm coming from with that. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Deductive and inductive logic. I haven't heard that since university. (laughs) Man, you're bringing me back. (laughs) Right? Because that's kind of
0: what the audience would think about when they hear the words critical thinking. Absolutely. We map our reasons from A, B equals C, right? A plus B equals C, something of that nature, right? And you can map it as such, but, um, but this is how we can cultivate stronger critical thinking. And with that, that ends our episode today on Learning at Home. This was Juma Ennis. Uh, you can check out more information by Googling The Message online. You can see more information there unless you have more to add to that.
1: TheMessageMovement.com. You Follow us. Um, all our social media channels are at MessageMovement. Um, feel free to hit the website, check us out. Uh, and you want to bring us to your school or to your community? please do reach out. We are here for you and for your students. Definitely. So
0: thank you so much, Juma. Feel free to subscribe to our channel and you can find us wherever you listen. That's iTunes, that's Stitcher, everywhere you listen. And thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. This is your host, Gil Cadiz, signing out. Take care, everybody. And until next time.